Okay, here we are. Another AmeriCorps Alum Network podcast. Um, so I'm Nikki Fiaco, and I am the brainchild of this bringing us alums together. There's over a million people that have served in AmeriCorps, and it's about time that we all got together and started having conversations with each other, um, especially because now Zoom is such the norm. Um, so um, I'm excited to have Christina Flores with us. Um, she is part of New Politics Leadership Academy, which I am a graduate of and proudly went through the program. So we're going to get into that a little bit as we go through the conversation. Um, and um, Christina served as um, an AmeriCorps state national with Literacy First in Austin, Texas from 2011 to 2014. So I'm really excited to dive into the conversation with Christina. And um, before we get started, for those of you that are just newly, you know, listening in. Um, so I'm Nikki Fiaco. I'm also an AmeriCorps alum. I served in a state and national program, Volunteer Maryland, as a um, an AmeriCorps member building capacity in uh, environmental education in our regional parks. And I always say this, and I, maybe I need to stop. I'll wait until people from the AmeriCorps agency tell me to stop saying this, but I didn't even know I was applying to a service year. Um, I didn't know what AmeriCorps was, but once I realized that I was actually part of something bigger than myself, um, I was hooked. And ever since then, it's been, you know, national service for a year, internship for a year. And then I was executive director of the Maryland State Service Commission, the South Carolina State Service Commission. And I'm just finding so much fun connecting with alumni and building a network where we can share skills, resources, lessons learned, um, you can find a job, you know, it's like, it's, it's just so fun. And I'm excited to bring everybody together, but to learn more about me, please connect with me on LinkedIn or reach out and I'll be happy to um, chat more. But right now this is all about Christina. So Christina, give us a little bit more about your history, your service year lessons learned, and then we'll move into, because this is really about like, like we want to hear your story, but we want to know what you're doing now. And like, what can the network learn from you? So take it away. And yeah. I, I will just say I am an interrupter. When you say something <laughs> profound or I want more, I will just be like, let's talk more about that. So go for it. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, just wanted to say I really empathize with what that you just talked about. Like you didn't know what AmeriCorps was. So I um, am a originally from Laredo, Texas, from the border um, and um, ended up graduating from Texas State University with a degree in opera. And so I sing, but my senior year didn't really know what I wanted to do, or I thought I, you know, maybe I was going to teach or be at the university level and AmeriCorps sort of found me, but I'd never heard of it beforehand. And honestly, only found out about it because I was kind of interested in the Peace Corps and a friend of mine who had been hired for an AmeriCorps program in Austin wanted me to be her roommate. So she was actively sending me AmeriCorps positions while I was in an opera program saying, you should come live with me. And I'm so glad she did because um, I found a program in Austin called Literacy First that was um, teaching kinder first and second grade students how to read. So 
it really combined my passions for, you know, nonprofits and um, working with bilingual community um, and being in a wonderful music filled city like Austin. And so fell in love with the experience. And so I was teaching kinder first and second graders how to read in Spanish in low income elementary schools in the Austin area. Um, and honestly, I feel like um, it just, I I learned a lot from, you know, the program itself. It was extremely data-driven, um, but also from my students and from the members on my team. So it was just great to connect with people who were coming from various parts of the country. And so it was edifying in that sense of just really learning more about myself and who I am as a team member, but then also what my passions are. And so really being able to see, you know, how um, the education system works and um, really being able to connect with students um, that were so wonderful and capable, but unfortunately did not have, you know, um, I think the systems in place to help them be successful. And so it was really in rewarding for me to just be in that space and, you know, provide some tools to just help them be their wonderful selves. And so I also think that that experience really was so gratifying, which is why I ended up serving for three full years (laughs) Uh, and um, was able to serve as a team lead. So that also was a really wonderful experience for myself because I learned what my strengths were as a team leader um, and was able to really kind of learn a little bit more about how to build off of the strengths of the team and really kind of delegate that way. And then also learn a little bit of what are some areas for improvement for myself. Um, but then also just to continue learning, okay, what am I passionate about? What are some things that I want to continue to do? And because with my program, I served 40 hours a week in the schools directly with kids. There was also another component at the time where I was also serving with an additional nonprofit for another like six hours a week. So it was really nice because I was really able to kind of pick and choose like, okay, this is what I really appreciate about in a job in a nonprofit sector. Um, Also, these are some things that I really want to continue to look for as I start to look for jobs after my term of service. Um, But really enjoyed my experience so much, which is why I served three years and then was recruited to be their recruiter. Um, So I was working at uh, that program, Literacy First, out of UT Austin for four years. Um, And so also really got to meet a lot of amazing AmeriCorps members. So I was responsible for hiring over 100 AmeriCorps members and half of them bilingual um, and just really felt inspired by talking to people who were just really wanting to pay it forward. Um, And also who may have come from the same, you know, like experiences, the students that they're serving, or also just folks who really wanted to just um, kind of also kind of find them themselves through this experience um, and really kind of discern, you know, what they might want to do and serve their community while they're doing that. Um, so it was really great to meet folks in that way. And I always felt really excited to meet, you know, recent college grads or people who were, you know, transitioning in their, you know, mid-career or maybe retired or um, maybe folks that were just kind of really wanting to take a gap year as well. Um, so after that, just also really felt like very, um, 
in love with national service and wanted to explore, okay, what, what does it look like to have, like to design an AmeriCorps program or to be in this AmeriCorps space? And so, which is why I ended up joining the One Star Foundation, the State Service Commission in Texas. And so amazing experience to see just like as an AmeriCorps member and as an AmeriCorps uh, program staff, and then as a program officer at the State Service Commission level, just the different ways that the community's needs are being met um, and just different program designs. And so especially working there during the pandemic, seeing like how these organizations were really meeting the needs, whether that be vaccine distribution or food insecurity or, um, you know, education and equity um, and just really seeing the amazing work that was being done by AmeriCorps members and program staff was really wonderful. But I was also really frustrated seeing just that there are certain systems in place that can only be fixed with legislation or just people in office, which is why I ended up at New Politics Leadership Academy, because I just really want to get more people who have served their communities, whether it be through AmeriCorps, Peace Corps, or in the military, to really be those people that are, you know, in office making the decisions that are impacting our schools or, you know, whatever it may be. So um, that's why I'm here and I'm excited to meet more national service alums and military veterans and other service professionals that really have a heart for service that really want to continue to make a very big impact in their communities, whether at the local level or in Congress. So um that's a little bit about myself. I also have a dog who's 15. His name's Panchito. I love singing and tacos and and service. So <laughs> I love tacos too. So yay. Like <laughs> yay to all tacos. And like corn tortillas, right? Like yes. It has you to don't be. have yeah. you don't have tacos on flour tortillas. I know this might be like a just like what to some people on this, but no flour no, tortillas no. or for burritos or enchiladas but not not tacos so I love that um thank you so much for that introduction and I love how it brought you all the way into where what you're doing now with new politics and a couple things that you said that has been something that has been a constant loop as I'm talking to people is that um is are the connection to the members that you that served with you mm -hmm. and um I feel like there's like this shared experience through this uh, you know this AmeriCorps experience where you're you have that service year and, and one or two people you know you really connect with but you know I, and I can imagine it's probably a little bit like college you know you also mentioned um you were happy to work with people who were like coming back into their career, which that's where my entry point was with AmeriCorps. Like I was in my mid thirties when I served as an AmeriCorps member. And I think that's why I wasn't really quite sure what I was doing because I think AmeriCorps yeah, might be like marketed to those, you know, graduates of, of college. And, um, I, although I was that, cause I went back to school <laughs> later in my, in my thirties as well. So I kind of was, so, oh, there we go epiphany on Nikki's part but um if you if you have any memorable connections that you can think of of like um that has carried you like from your service year maybe somebody that you stay in contact with or something that like impacted you and then I wanted to circle back around with um what you had mentioned about the systems particularly 
how during the pandemic, AmeriCorps, which is not flexible, we both ran AmeriCorps programs. We were both in state commissions. We know AmeriCorps is not that flexible, but it became extremely nimble. Mm-hmm. And um, so connection, AmeriCorps member connection during your service year. And then let's let's dive into that nimbleness in the in the agency. Yeah. So it's funny because um, I think half of more than half of my bridal party were all AmeriCorps. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, so I the yeah, I think the my very good friends are all AmeriCorps alums um, and folks that I served with. But also, I think that people that um, are still mentors. So, like the ED of the AmeriCorps program I served with, and I are still very close. And I think most of the folks that I am with um, friends with are still in that work that program and state service commission. And I feel like. Um, there's just something special about national service because it's not only just such a really wonderful experience, it's also extremely challenging. And so um, I think there's a lot of like, um, just I think what you're speaking to in terms of like a shared experience, there's a really good bond there. But yeah, I definitely still, um, I think one of the things that I took away from my service experience is just finding mentors and mentors with people that, you know, were working in the program, but also mm-hmm. are my friend circle. Um, and so or the people that became friends. And I think just learning a little bit more about like, whether, you know, having folks look at my resume or like asking, like, you know, this is what I'm thinking about my career trajectory, or what do you think? Or, you know, like thinking through like, um, and really kind of having just a support system for, for that, um, that I've carried for the last 12 years. So it's been really nice to continue to stay connected in that way. And even just, you know, is it like negotiating salaries or like where to work or what is something that, um, you know, you look for in, in this type of position or, um, also even if it's just connecting with another person and that's in, you know, you move to a new city or, um, it's just really nice. And I think to meeting some, a lot of the AmeriCorps, um, folks that I was so privileged to hire, um, and still get to continue to, you know, um, talk to them and I'll still receive phone calls of like, Hey, what do you think about this? Or, you know, um, and it's, and just recently talked to someone who also was, you know, able to negotiate her salary as well. And just really kind of sharing any kind of new, um, insider experiences with each other, um, has been, um, a really big um, game changer for me, I think. I just don't know that I would be where I am without that support system. Because honestly, I'll be honest, like I feel like some of those mentors were the ones that pushed me into leadership positions and I did not see myself in like at all. I didn't want to be a team leader, AmeriCorps member. And there I was, they were just like pushing me to, I don't want, I didn't think of myself in, in those ways. And they just, you know, really, uh, supported me and provided me a lot of different kind of professional development opportunities to continue to grow. And they are just still there um, being a wonderful support system for me. You That that was just, there was so much there. I mean, that was so rich, Christina. I, I so appreciate that reflection. And um, I have a mantra of like, when people push me and they're like, Nikki, you, we want you to do this. And I'm like, 
what? And so my mantra is if they believe in me, I must believe in myself. Like if somebody <laughs> see, like, you know what I mean? Like um, that kind of thing. And then I wanted to also just say that I too had the privilege of hiring AmeriCorps members and I stay in contact with some of them. And I just have to say that like this one AmeriCorps member that I'm really hoping I can get on here because she's just so such a gem. She had a um, a jobs bucket list. And like, there was like 30 jobs and she was like, I want to, I want to be a bartender. I want to be a flight attendant. I want to be a scuba instructor. And I just was like, what a beautiful way of living life, right? Like we all think like, we got to find this career. We got to get ourselves and we got to move up the ladder. And she's like, I want all these experiences. And so I'm sure that there's some AmeriCorps members that you stay in contact with that you had the privilege of like bringing into your program. And while you were on kind of the mentoring side and they were the mentee it kind of turns around of like well your life is cool (laughs) oh absolutely and honestly it was funny because as you were saying this it also just reminded me of that like with students as well because you know I was tutoring a kindergartner and you know uh, we were working on literally A, B, and C letter sounds and really helping and wanting them to see their own power and their own, you know, capacity to learn and how wonderful they are and had a meta moment of like, I need to think of myself in this way as well. So, you know, like these, these students were also teaching me um, and yes. um, the members as well, being able to just, you know, move across you know, uh, the country or abroad and taking chances and doing and taking an internship or a fellowship or, you know, a new job or just something exciting, um, or learning a new language, I feel like is, um, they're very inspiring people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. That was, that was so good. Um, I let's, let's talk a little bit about what you had mentioned about, you know, what we want to do is, is really get those influencers who have had this experience of of national service into that decision making that could change the way things go in 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 our in our country. We'll just you know keep it local because I don't think we have international AmeriCorps members. That's that other program that we don't talk about that much. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, and the, we're not getting political or anything like that because you know it's a it's a both sides of the parties support AmeriCorps. And, and I, I know that like you're part of new politics and I am, um, I am a graduate of the program and I'm super excited for Christina to talk about what, what new politics, the leadership Academy is all about. Um, so I'm going to let you kind of, you know, go for it and let's just chat about the importance of policymakers to understand that national service, you know, just to touch back on what I mentioned during the pandemic. So for those of you that have been out on national service for a while, and those of you that were in the wild west when AmeriCorps was like in the in its early area, you know, early phases where it's like do whatever, it's very rigid now. And you know, you have a put you have a position description, you have a grant, and you have to stay within it. Well, when the pandemic hit, there were so many, there was so much need. And we had these AmeriCorps members in these service opportunities that could rise to the occasion to serve. And, you know, I happened to be the director in the Hogan administration's governor's office on service and volunteerism. And I mean, our AmeriCorps programs were on it. Like we thought we were going to have to like 
help them connect. You know, they were already connecting to food banks. They were already pivoting onto virtual um, tutoring sites and, you know, it was just, it was amazing. And the amount of hours and support that AmeriCorps members did during the pandemic, and I will say, AmeriCorps seniors actually put in more hours than AmeriCorps during that year. I I looked at the report and they were the ones who really got in there and were able to uh, really make a difference and and AmeriCorps members as well. But let's talk about this. Let's let's go right into it. and, And just why is new politics, the Leadership Academy, a good program? What does it have to offer if AmeriCorps alums are interested? Like, take it away. Yeah, I think AmeriCorps members have demonstrated a commitment to serving their community. And when I mentioned the pandemic, I meant it was just extra evident the amount of, you know, impact they are having, like, you know, in the schools, um, the the amount of impact they're having, you know, addressing food insecurity, you know, especially when um, folks who weren't able to, to get their food, there was like so many programs that were pivoting and being able to shift to meet the community need. Um, and that was just so evident in the amount of things that were changing. I mean, nobody knew what was um, happening as it was happening. We were all, what is it like um, flying the plane as we were building it. (laughs) And (laughs) that kind of boots on the ground experience of, you know, meeting those needs during those like very, very challenging times, that experience where AmeriCorps members were working with very different people, um, meeting a common goal um, to meet the needs of the community, those are the kinds of people we would like to see in, you know, in office because they know, you know, I mean, they worked in the schools. We want to see these folks, you know, run for school board in the future or consider, you know, um, working for their city or, you know, staffing a campaign for a candidate that's passionate about some of these things that they might be passionate about. Um, so New Politics Leadership Academy recruits and develops national service alumni. So these are AmeriCorps alumni, return Peace Corps volunteers and military veterans and other service professionals like nonprofit leaders and teachers and social workers to consider politics as a way to continue serving their community. And so we do this through leadership development programming and we do it through networking opportunities as well. So we are a nonpartisan organization and really people that we're looking to have in our program are individuals who have served their communities, who are dismayed by our politics today and want to do something about it, but maybe don't necessarily know where to start or you know what pathway they might want to take. And so we invite them to join us for our Answering the Call program, which is all free. Um, and I think one of the biggest reasons why our founder, Emily, who's also a, uh, an AmeriCorps alumni, she served at City Year, um, founded our organization is just that there is a lot of barriers to access into, um, you know, entering the political arena. And we want folks with service backgrounds to be able to have these resources and make these kinds of opportunities more accessible to these folks. So um, through answering the call, 
it's not um, like a tactical training by any means, but we really start first, first with your why. So we know that that's, that's the most important thing um, that anyone should really consider before launching a campaign or entering in the political arena or really any kind of pathway that you might think in terms of like, you know, um, looking towards the future. And so answering the call really focuses a little more on your why you start to, uh, you'll craft a leadership mission, meaning like, what does it mean for you or for me, Christina, to lead in, lead in uh, a life of courage and integrity? And then what's my shadow mission? So essentially the opposite of that and probably my default. Um, and also just really reflecting on those two truths and also, you know, how that could potentially play out in a climate like politics. Um, but then also really what happens in answering the call is hashing out any kind of reservations and or questions that you might have about entering the political arena. And we do this through a question finding process. So this might look like, um, I might say something like, you know, I'm considering running for city council in my hometown, but I have questions around how that might impact my relationships. And so the people in the room are going to ask me clarifying questions to help me get to the root of what my hesitation might be. And so um, that helps clarify for me what kinds of questions and or resources I might want to seek out, which has been really interesting to see people go through that process because we've seen alumni share like, yeah, there was an alumni recently uh, who shared, you know, she's a city councilor now and just said, you know, I thought I had to be gregarious and comfortable with seeing my face on the billboard or mailings. Um, but really, that's not what's, um, you know, what makes a successful uh, council member. This really what's my strength is listening. And so being able to listen to my community members is something that I bring to the table here. Um, and some folks go through our program and really, you know, end the program with clarity, like, you know what? I don't want to run for office, but maybe I want to serve my community in a different way, which is super valid. And really what our goal is to just be able to bring these individuals with who are like-minded, service-oriented, um, uh, be in a space where they're discerning in what way they might want to do that. Um, but we also invite a candidate into the room. So this is someone who has gone through our program, has served, has run for office, they may have won or lost, but individuals are able to ask them questions about their story from service to politics. And then we end our program more with, you know, a pathway forward in politics. So We've identified four potential pathways folks can take. It could be running for office, which we do have follow-up programming for. It could be staffing a campaign for a candidate they're passionate about, which we also have follow-up programming for. Or it could be being an appointee or maybe, you know, being an engaged citizen and really reflecting, what does that mean for you? Is that being an active voter? Is that driving voters to the polls? Is that community organizing? Um, there's so many different ways for individuals to continue to serve in their communities. And we just want to be able to provide the space for them to discern that. And also any kind of follow-up resources for anybody that um, is really interested in engaging in politics. Thank you for that, uh, that wonderful explanation. And I am an alumni of the program. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so I did go through the um, the answering the call um, program. And I think I think I was communicating with you before I started. I, I, I believe that. And I kept looking at the material and I felt like there was so much value there. I just kept saying, why is this free? I don't understand. Again, it was, <laughs> it was a little bit like AmeriCorps, like, 
what am I actually signing up for? Like, yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure about this, but you know, I, I went through the program and, um, and, you know, I will say for anybody that's like, what is this new politics? Um, and you're considering going through the, the program. It was, it was very clarifying to me. And I think I was one of those that came out of it. And I, you know, I was a little bit like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this, but <laughs> it was really important for me to understand my personal leadership mission. Like what, why do I always find myself in a leadership position? What is it about that? And, and this program through storytelling also, I, I thought that the other aspect of it was, was, you know, through storytelling and sharing was extremely helpful for us to be able to reflect mm -hmm. on what that meant to us. And the shadow mission was an interesting, just an, that was a really interesting um, e exploration of like, let's flip this around a little bit. And how could you use this to, I don't know, leverage some of the things that you might not, you know, might not be a great idea. Yeah. Um, so I just, I think that it, the program in and of itself is so valuable and I love how it targets people with um, service and also that altruistic sort of view, but not in the kumbaya, can we all get along sort of, it's just very much like, I don't know, the nuts and bolts of who you can be, like you can be yourself and serve in politics. Yeah. As long as you know your values and your why. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things I really got away that I took away from the program was like, if I am to put myself in a situation where I put myself out there to stay in my values and my why is what makes you successful and have staying power. Yes. And I think that's really what we're hoping to see too, that for anybody that does end up being in office or staffing a campaign, that they are really reflecting on their leadership mission and just being cognizant of their, when, when, and if their shadow mission shows up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I really appreciate you sharing that piece about storytelling too, because you were so right. I feel like I learned a lot from hearing from other individuals in my cohort um, of so many from, you know, people who came again from various backgrounds of service and also just experiences and hearing a little bit more about where they're coming from and what they're passionate about as well. And I think what's really refreshing too, is just because we are nonpartisan, we don't talk about, you know, party or policy, but, you know, I think people from various uh, parts of the spectrum are in the room. And it's really nice to be in that space where, you know, people come with different views, um, but are all bound together by this thread of service and putting, you know, community over self. Yeah, absolutely. Something else that you mentioned was that it, um, not only is it a training opportunity, it's a, it's a networking opportunity. And um, I swear my name should be network, Nikki networking opportunity Fiaco because <laughs> I am like the massive leverager of networks, right? And so right now we're talking to the AmeriCorps alums network and being part of um, the, the leadership academy with um, new politics opens up a whole new network. Right. And I literally was talking to somebody today. I have a meeting with him tomorrow. Um, 
I'll share the name later, not now. And I spoke to somebody who said for him to link to me because, but da, 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 da. He went through new politics. Oh, we'll talk offline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's one of those things where, you know, again, it's just, for me, it's an opportunity to just like today, if somebody reaches out to me and they're like, Hey, I wanted to talk to you about this or that. I'm like, who do I know that knows? Oh, oh, da, 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 da. and of course I leverage LinkedIn. And I always preface by saying I don't work for LinkedIn, but I think I am going to try to get them to support this podcast because I mentioned LinkedIn in LinkedIn all the time. Um, I usually reach out on LinkedIn and I'm like, Hey, do you know so-and-so blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so talk about a little bit of networking opportunities and anything that you've seen that has like grown to something through this networking and then if you could maybe like name drop one or two people that went through the program that are like part of an administration now I'd love that oh. you can do that <laughs> you um, can do that yeah well I think what I think is really advantageous about going through our program is we do have over 1700 Amer um sorry AmeriCorps I'm so in AmeriCorps brain right now I know yeah. over 1700 alumni in our new politics leadership academy network and those are people across the country so people that go through our program um a few things they'll be added into our alumni portal so we have a map of the United States where they'll see you know who's in their area um and so you can connect with folks that way um but then you'll Folks are also added into our LinkedIn social media groups and Facebook social media groups where folks will share sometimes, you know, hey, I'm running for office or, you know, hey, we have a partner org that's hiring for, you know, X, Y, Z, or, you know, there's this program my organization is, you know, recruiting for. So there's a lot of ways where folks can kind of continue to learn more about things from, you know, across the country. Um, but what I will also say too is that we have alumni programming that we hope are is like more tailored to what the alumni are wanting. So for instance, um, last spring we hosted a speed networking series for individuals who um, are interested in learning more about the fundraising piece. So we had alumni who had some questions around fundraising. So we had uh, we invited a campaign advisor whose expertise is finance, so fundraising, also an alumni of ours who staffed a campaign. Um, and folks were able to, you know, chat with them in breakout rooms a little bit. Um, and then we also host every fall and spring for answering the call participants and alumni, this panel called Exploring the Journey. So we always invite alumni of ours who are um, in some, you know, capacity in politics. So for instance, this December, we had someone who recently ran for office in D.C., someone who I believe was also um, a community organizer, and then someone who has staffed a campaign. And so there's a lot of questions that we'll ask from our alumni, like what kinds of things are you interested in hearing? Um, and so we'll ask questions and then open it up as well. So people can directly ask um, these things. Cause I don't know, I feel like sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And then as yes. we're hearing stories and it's hard to just Google, you know, specific questions, like how do I run for office? Or like, you know, you know these like little things that you don't think of. Um, and so being able to connect with other individuals, we also have folks that just say, you know, hey, I'm interested in connecting with someone else who, um, 
uh, you know, is a community organizer. And so we're always happy, happy to make those e-introductions. We also have folks that uh, frequently do, you know, just alumni happy hours in their area too. So folks are able to connect mm. in that sense. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of alumni doing amazing things. Um, I know, um, actually one of our alumni who was on our staff was actually, who's no longer on our staff because they were recruited for, um, the administration and now work for the, the veterans department. <laughs> um, but we also have, uh, folks, um, Pat Ryan, um, as well, who is now in office. Uh, we've got a lot of alumni who've gone on to do great things who, you know, are either serving in city council or in their school boards or in Congress, um, while other folks who have, um, you know, I believe uh, Carrie Taylor is an AmeriCorps alumni who's gone through our program, and she founded the AmeriCorps Alumni Election Integrity Project. So um, I believe this was in 2020, but she organized a lot of, um, you know, just, just trying to get a bunch of AmeriCorps member or AmeriCorps alumni to uh, be poll workers for election day. So there's a lot of ways that folks can continue to um, serve in their community. And, and that can be in several different kinds of capacities, but uh, we've got a great network of folks. And yeah, uh, so folks that go to our program can engage with us as, as much or as little as they would like. Um, but there's a lot of different ways that folks can engage with us. And we try to promote these kinds of networking opportunities through our newsletter and through like social media groups. Yeah, there's and now I'm thinking, oh, shoot, now I need to start taking a deeper dive in some of those newsletters that I'm getting <laughs> like, oh, let's put another thing on your plate, Nikki. Like, OK, <laughs> um, that is so great. and. You know, the, like to your point of like, let's Google, how do I run for city, you know, city council or school board? Um, it's so much like I get more out of when I can connect with people that have a shared experience. Like I would feel more comfortable reaching out to somebody from from my new politics group rather than, you know, Google or whatever. Um, and so it's just another avenue. It, it's 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 just it's the power of networking. It's the power of getting yourself out there and um, you know, these Zoom meetings and being able to connect people from across the country. And I'm sorry, I have had conversations with people that they wouldn't even open the door. Like, you know what I mean? And now it's just like, it's so easy to connect with people. And something that I have found is something you mentioned earlier about like reaching back out and finding mentors during your AmeriCorps year. Mm -hmm. Um, people want to support you and celebrate you and they want to follow you. This is the craziest thing. I posted something on LinkedIn about like a job change or something. And my professor from my university, she was my Spanish professor, right? It wasn't even, it was like a prerequisite that I had to take. She was like, congratulations. I knew you were going to, and I was like, wow, girl, even remember how to write in Spanish anymore, but it was very <laughs> exciting. So my point is, is that like through these connections, like don't stop at AmeriCorps alum, don't stop at whatever your career is, reach out and try these new things. Even if you're like, I would never run for politics. It's important to keep ourselves in these different networks because we don't know what we have to offer, right? Like we might even have some type of skill or connection or something that might help the group. So I'm a big fan. And, um, you know, is there anything else that you want to share about new politics or 
anything else that you want to share about your experience or any resources um, that might be coming up here soon or opportunities? Yeah, we're actually, ooh, uh, so we are two days away. So um, I guess, uh, I don't know when this will be published, but on February yeah. 1st, 2023, um, we are accepting applications for our answering the call program. So okay. um that is, um, again, pre-programming for individuals that are exploring um, the political arena. Uh, for anybody that has a service background um, and is interested in um, kind of doing more of that reflection and um, around being civically engaged and also interested in networking um, as well. So answering the call applications are open from February 1st through March 22nd, um, but the program itself uh, runs in April through May. Um, So we've got that going on, Um, but yeah, I think uh, we're also, I think we're doing a lot of um, different kinds of leadership development, um, kind of training for life after AmeriCorps, kind of uh, trainings and conferences, um, and um, always excited to meet more National Service alumni. We're also actually hiring for a director of recruitment uh, at New Politics Leadership, or actually New Politics. So uh, we are hiring um, currently as well. Um, so if anybody is interested in learning more, um, they can definitely go to newpoliticsleadershipacademy.org. Awesome. Um, like I said, before we started hitting record, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants right now, but <laughs> I do feel like, like, as you can see, I do astrology. Um, I do feel like the time is right to get this out the door. I just need to sit with my insecurities before I actually publish this sort of stuff. But I would love to actually get this out so that our alumni group know this this opportunity is available because I know that it really had an impact on me. And, you know, you were one of the first people to respond to my post in LinkedIn. And, and you know, we there's been things that we've gone back and forth with. And oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about last week when I was like, I can't join. I can join. It's not today. It was yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I am so embarrassed. Like, so thank you for your, thank you for your, um, I don't know, patience with me. Um, so it just goes to show we, you can build off of your AmeriCorps experience. There's these networks. We've got Service Year Alliance. We've got new, uh, new politics. We've got the America Service Commission. We've got, um, um, uh, what is it? The um, serve, serve states, states for service, yes, <laughs> states for service. Yes, yeah. So there's all these tangential organizations that are supporting national service in so many different ways. And um, we can just leverage our service and come together and, and really see things from a different perspective, you know, at least open the door and have conversations, right? Like it's not, we don't have to be polarized. We can, we can see each other for where we are. Yeah. And something you said just now too, I feel like whether it be through AmeriCorps or any other kind of organization, really being able to reach out to someone um, and asking, you know, like even just asking for an informational interview and asking to learn a little bit more about themselves. I've had folks reach out to me in LinkedIn and ask, um, you know, what is, um, what do you, I don't know, just learn a little bit more about the work that I'm doing now, or, you know, it's always, I'm always happy to connect with other folks. And um, I hope that nobody would be scared to reach out to other individuals as well. I think people love to hear from, from each other about how, um, 
how it could support you know another person and love connecting with other national service alumni yeah this is great wow i knew this conversation was going to be so rich and that we could go on forever and ever um but i think i've taken enough of your evening time um so i appreciate your time and um if there's any last any last message that you want to leave before we we stop recording no, it's so nice to get to connect with you, Nikki. It's awesome to hear all the stuff that you're doing. And I really appreciate you providing this kind of um, resource for AmeriCorps alumni. I feel like um, it's time. <laughs> I love that. Well, we'll see where it goes. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and we will have another rendition of this fun conversations coming up here soon, trying to put them out once every one time a week. Um, so you get some new contact, new faces. Um, again, um, reach out to Christina. She's on LinkedIn and she'll respond. And thank you again for, for serving if you're an AmeriCorps alum, which I'm assuming you are if you're listening to this. And we'll be back next week. Thank you.